Hello, this is Hilary Robertson. Welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. For this episode, I'm joined by radio host Binny Klein, who is one of the DJs on WPKN, which is apparently the greatest radio station in the world, according to The New Yorker. And she's also a writer of essays and poetry. Binny has formed a collaborative indie music project called In These Trees. And their first single, Orchard, is out now featuring Tati, who is an Australian artist. And this first single was produced by David Barron, who's also worked with Lenny Kravitz and the Lumineers. There's a wonderful animated video to accompany this single, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Orchard is all about memory, loss, betrayal, liberation, but it's also about the devastation of climate change. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Binny and I hope you enjoy listening to it. Hi. Hi there. <laughs> hey, it's, oh, it's really good to see you. Tell me where this project, so in these trees, yes. is uh, is the idea is that it's a kind of long-term collaborative project. Is that, that right? That is absolutely my hope, Hillary. The first task was to find a way to actualize myself as a new songwriter and get a first single made. Uh, I definitely don't want to just stop here, that's for sure. Well, no, and 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 you shouldn't because Orchard is both beautiful musically and lyrically, and also in the ethos behind it. Thank you so much. I've been a writer all my life, and it's been poetry, it's been essays, articles, a memoir, and I didn't anticipate being a lyricist for song. So this is like a third or fourth act in my life. And I'm very um, nervous and excited because I'm out of my depth and I'm learning as I go. And people I'm collaborating with, like the singer Tardy, who's in Australia, like the producer David Barron, who's in Woodstock, New York, and some musicians in Brooklyn, New York, they're all helping me learn the ropes. And I'm incredibly grateful. And the learning curve is steep, but luckily I've always played piano, I read music, and I've been a DJ, as you know, from the yeah. press release stuff for multiple decades. So I'm not unfamiliar with music. I just didn't know I would be making it. 
at this point in my life. And that's wonderful, isn't it? I mean, I think we're both of a certain age. And um, one of the things that I have learned by listening to podcasts and reading um, is that the more you take yourself out of your comfort zone and you learn new things and you find new experiences, the more your brain responds. So it could even be, Hillary, that like we're extending our lifespan by doing these creative things. And whether that comes to pass or not, I'm the kind of person that always has had to have, in addition to my full-time career, creativity going in my life. I suspect you're the same. And so there is an inner drive that pushes it forward, if that makes sense. Yeah, yes. And I think that that creativity alongside, you know, a professional career and whatever you, you know, you need you need everything, don't you? You need all of the the inputs into your. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't mean to imply that the professional work is not creatively satisfying and meaningful. It's just that there's other parts of me that find expression through the words and now the music as well. Yes. Some of the, you know, it's, it's so interesting how this is evolving. As you know, Orchard, the lyrics are by me and Tardy wrote the music and sung it. Now, some of the songs that I am looking forward to recording and releasing I have written both the lyrics and the music oh so we'll see how that goes one of them I'm in the process right now of co-writing the music with a young performer right very interesting so we'll see what the alchemy of that collaboration leads to so that I'm open when I send her as I did the lyrics to what might be the next song. We don't know the order of things, but it's called storm. If she has input on the lyrics, that's fine with me. You know, I'm I'm open to modifications or changes that help the song tell its story. Yeah. Yes. Very good. That sounds really exciting. I'm so pleased to hear you say that the the collaborations in this project are already in progress. They're already kind of happening. I think it's happening, Hillary. I mean, I, I could barely believe that I was able to, you know, when Tardy and I, the singer, first connected, when she sent me her music, that's one way of connecting as every DJ gets hundreds of submissions, right? Of course. And a lot of them are like not really suited for my show, which is called a miniature world on WPKN in Bridgeport, (laughs) Connecticut. And, you know, you hate to turn people away, but I I don't play country so much. I don't play heavy metal. And Tardy had listened to the show, which I think is a great recommendation to new indie artists that are approaching DJs for airplay if they don't have any kind of promotional stuff. And I just clicked, I loved the song she sent me, 
Winter's Girl. And then we struck up a friendship. And that's, I guess, when I said, I have some lyrics. And that was my tentative foray into, oh my God, if I could get Tardy to sing one of my songs, it would be a dream come true. I have goosebumps even talking about it now. <laughs> and when yeah. she said, I can't do an Australian accent, but she said something like, send them on, you know, uh, like, and yeah. I did. And yeah. she came up with this gorgeous melody. Yeah. And then we moved it forward to production. Right. And it is a, a beautiful song. And, and actually, it must be lovely to hear your lyrics being delivered like that. Hillary, you know, it's breathtaking. Like, um, at one point, I played a demo of it for our closest friends, my husband and I, and the woman burst into tears. And she said, I get this. Like she related to, I think, the heartbreak in the song. And the other element that Tardy brought out was the uh, uh, kind of overcoming of pain, sort of rising up and regaining power. Yeah. And one of the things that I particularly like about the both lyrically and melodically is that it's it's a metaphorical in terms of trees and life and all that sort of stuff and yet it is also it feels as if it's also about real trees and what we're doing as a as a as humankind to the planet's trees that is so right on you know and the, the funny thing is this is the way it is with writing um as I was writing it, I wasn't fully conscious of that theme. I was only conscious of personal, young, early heartbreak. And as I got the image of the orchard being ravaged, it's kind of like our, a heart being ravaged, used up, treated carelessly, and where you finally want to say, leave, please leave. And then we started to all of us working on it. Look at what were we saying? Like, don't ravage our beautiful, beautiful planet. Don't take away too many supplies. And that line about let the, let the fruit fall down and let me grow tangled and dry. It was almost like saying, leave it alone. You know, your interventions, though possibly well meant at one point, are no longer doing the job. And so yeah. you, you have to go. Something new has to come in. And then it got embodied, as you see in the animated video, in the person of, of, a, of a young man. Yes. Walking through the orchard. Yeah, and a woman and a woman following him. Yes, I was going to ask you about the making of the video, the animated video. For a start, why did you decide to do it that way? And also, who who came up with the concept? And I mean, the beautiful drawing. So I, I know um, that's a great question. Nobody's asked me that yet. Oh. Um, 
it was suggested by the guiding forces who have, you know, um, been in bands, had videos, play out, are on Spotify, more experienced musicians, right. that I should have a video. Uh, it's been the pandemic, as you <laughs> So <laughs> yeah. for one thing, the notion of what I might have wanted to do originally was do a video of beautiful Tardy in a long white dress walking through an orchard with her in Australia, with me in America, with neither of us having a whole lot of money and the pandemic blocking contact, that was not gonna happen, at least not right away. Maybe someday it will. So someone, I think it was either David Barron or Margot Bennett, young musician, had the great idea of do an animated, what they call lyric video. Yeah. You know, when you're like watching videos on YouTube and sometimes you wish, like, I wish I could see the lyrics. Where are the lyrics? And sometimes for really great videos with great cinematography telling a story, they don't want lyrics across the screen. And I totally get that. So I thought I'll start with a lyric video. So producer David Barron recommended a site which any aspiring musician can go to called Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Oh, yes. Do you know it? Yes, yes, yes. I've heard of it. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, like you find, you can get everything from an animated video to someone who designs the landscape of your backyard. I mean, it's the source of everything. Yes. So I looked for styles of video animators that spoke to me that would have like maybe a whimsical, gentle, poetic quality. And yeah. I picked one and his name is listed on, on the YouTube uh, list of credits. And literally very inexpensively, you can have that made. So the storyboard actually, uh, my husband who's been a co-collaborator of mine in a few projects came up with the vision. Right. Yeah. Of And we sent the animator a rough storyboard of the woman walking through the orchard, the man ultimately going off into the horizon. And we communicated that to the animator and he sent a couple of you get a couple of revisions included in the cost and that's how it happened right and the, and i love the 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 sudden appearance of the little red apple yes at first you know i looked at it and i thought oh god this is too much of a garden of eden reference right yeah <laughs> i was a little worried about that but ultimately i really loved it too yeah and i think that's such a universal image, isn't it? The Garden of Eden, the the garden, man and woman, the apple. You know, there's something, it transcends really different religions and different faiths and everything. Um, but I think it's it's something that resonates with, with a lot of people, especially right now when we are, thank the Lord, actually addressing climate change. Yes, that, that it it really does. I mean, it feels like a video that couldn't have been made another time. Well, that's very interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. 
Um, and, and I love the music and I'm looking forward to what you've got coming out in the future. And, and it's fantastic. I, one of the things that I particularly like about this is that the collaboration between you and Tardy could probably not have happened two or three years ago because you would have been busy. You'd have both been traveling around. You might not have connected in the same way. She might not have had the time. You know, I never thought of that. And it's, that's very interesting to me, whether it would have happened. I think that might be true. I mean, she has her own musical career, had been playing out, touring, has her manager has a, a slightly different vision for her future. So that really may be true. And it was also comfortable for me as a beginner to have a remote format. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, like actually, yeah. With the producer who had a very tech savvy way, of course, to key me in via the screen and audio to a software where I could hear what he was doing to manipulate possibilities in the moment. And we could both say like, well, do you like that? And I would say, you know, I think I want some cello in there. Yeah. And so yeah. a decision was made at one point when he said, mindful of keeping costs down, do you want live strings? Right. And um, he, he played the piano. He's a brilliant keyboardist. And I decided, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how Alex Waterman was brought in for cello and viola. Right. And, and I, I think my, 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 the reason for saying that I meant to go about, you know, could this perhaps not have happened two or three years ago? I think there are, there have been things that have happened, especially artistically in terms of collaborations through the pandemic. And as we're, as we're moving out of the pandemic, that I think people are much more open to global collaborations now it, uh, remotely because I think that's absolutely to. right. Yeah. Absolutely right. And out of necessity, exactly. I have seen some of the most moving multi-musician videos of songs that are in our collective unconscious and they had to do it that way on Zoom somehow. You know, it's very hard to be singing separately from other singers, but they find ways to do it. And it's quite stirring what they come up with with that. You know, yeah. I guess it reminds me of, you know, showing my age, but the we are the world. Um, yes, absolutely. You know, the I remember video that. where like, Everybody was on stage, like anyone you'd ever seen in music at the Grammys or something. Yeah. And it was so thrilling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, isn't there something wonderful about collaboration anyway, but also musical collaboration, I think, in particular, because everyone has their own little part to play separately. And, and one thing on its own doesn't make everything perfect. It has to be everything together. And those connections and those collaborations are what makes music perfect. That, that's absolutely right. That's why um, I call it an alchemy, 
because you're bringing together separate materials and entities and subjecting them to, you know, alchemy was like the first chemistry to different processes in the lab, you know, this a hundred times. And then ultimately to have it be realized in some sort of essence is just one of the most exquisite experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Amazing. Well, fantastic. I think that's a perfect place to finish, actually. Thank you so much for your time, Binny. I really appreciate it. Anytime. I'm more than welcome and so grateful to your podcast. I listened to some of your other interviews and I love your style and I'm really happy that you're doing this with such a keen uh, sensitivity and insight. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Binny as much as I enjoyed it. Now I'm playing the last few bars of Orchard. Thank you for joining me once more for Harmonious World. And if you enjoy listening to some of my podcasts, please do share them. I'm gradually increasing the number of listeners and that's a very exciting moment for me. So thank you. Do rate and leave me a review wherever you get your podcasts. I have some amazing musicians lined up for the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022. But also, please do take the time to listen back to some of my previous episodes. So thank you for joining me once more on Harmonious World. And I hope you share a little of what you're good at to make this world a little more harmonious. Let me grow, tangled, let me dry. Won't you leave this town? Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening, and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week and please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.